Thorsten Distler, Sports and Health, Text and Translation Plus, Podcast. Tokyo Part 2 Cosplay and Dog Goggles Summer 2006, I spent six weeks working what must be one of the most contradictory countries in the world, implementing the German localization of a prestigious RPG project from familiarization to translation and bug fixing on site for a global player from the video game industry. This assignment took me to Tokyo, where tradition and technology clash like probably nowhere else in the world. It's only now that I feel mentally capable of digesting my experiences from the land of the rising sun. In this second part of the Tokyo series, I'd like to show you around the city's streets and, more specifically, introduce you to some of the people walking, strutting and strolling them. Forget all you know about fashion. Have your sunglasses at the ready. Your eyes are in for a glaring surprise. It all started with my daily explorations into Tokyo on a workday morning. I had to kill some time before the actual work started. Because of the time difference with London, we freelance translators did not start working before 11am, so that we were better aligned with the GMT and their European team. So I decided to head into the Shibuya Fashion District, home of Tokyo's Champs-Élysées, international boutiques and restaurants. This is the haunt of Japanese fashion designers such as Issei Miyake and Rei Kawakubo and just down the road from all the freaky cosplay shops. This I only found out later. What first caught my attention was a traditional Shinto celebration with costume processions in the streets. Further up the road, on a large square next to the station, there were big dancing groups hitting a stage in quick succession. They all entered through a gate leading out from the Meiji Shrine towards the festival stage, performed 10 minutes of perfectly timed high-energy choreography and then melted away into the crowd. There were about 30 or 40 of these groups, consisting of 20 and 50 people each. The songs played were something between powerful techno and Japanese folklore, as far as I was able to judge. Now, if that's what tradition looks like, you have to wonder what on earth do rebellious teenagers do in the city to shock their parents? This is about as colorful as it can get, right? Well, brace yourselves for cosplay. The cosplay culture can be described as punk, gothic and manga all rolled into one. Or rather, a pubescent or post-pubescent Lolita rolled into the corresponding costumes. To make tourists and not-so-hip Japanese from out of town shiver with insults to good taste, some added the element of acoustic torture, high-pitched karaoke style. 
It was as if listening to Marilyn Manson's version of Hickory Dickory Duck. Arriving at the office later that morning, I was sure my hall of photographs would not fail to impress my Spanish, Italian and French colleagues. Hey, I went, I have a nice place for you to go. You've got to check out those kids at Shibuya. When I showed them the pics, they just said, Yeah, unbelievable, aren't they? We saw them this morning too. By the way, did you check out Pet City, where they sell dark fashion and dark goggles? You won't be surprised to hear that in the end it was me who asked them for a copy of their image files. <laughs>